everyone, and welcome to an anger-inducing edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good buddy, your good pal, Amigo Aaron. Joined by a man that pretty much angers me every day, and even this morning is angry me. It's the Brent. Hey, what's going on? Well, I've got a lot of a lot of ill will, the Brent. Why do you think that is? Because you can't help but have horrible ideas? Wrong! Oh! We can't help because other people have horrible ideas. Because Dave Velociraptor chimed in as we spun the wheel last week. And this week, it's games that you love, but your brother will hate. It's an invocative, interesting category here yes. that we've chosen. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, uh, the Brent. I actually had a lot of trouble coming up with something that I thought that I love that you would hate because as much as I hate to admit it, we are we our game likes are somewhat along the same line. Uh, and uh, it's hard to find something like there are games that I know you hate, but I don't necessarily love them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. right. And so I could have just been a jerk and been like, pick the game. I, they're like, we're going to play Microchasm 2. Wait, 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 like wait, the, wait. That means the game you picked, you actually enjoy? Oh, yeah. I like this game a lot. I looked. I've got 48 hours of log game time on this one on the old Steam. All right. And so, but I thought to myself, what do I love that the bread probably won't like? And I literally did research. I went to old shows. I combed the Discord. I looked at your old website. Like, like the old forum, which apparently is gone. Yeah. But I mean, I, I looked everywhere to try to find what uh, that Brent would really, really not like that I that I enjoy. Well, explain. Go uh, go through your research for this category. I said, hmm. I could play a big long JRPG. Now nah, I'm going to pick the game I picked. That was it. You know, and see, because now listen, I, I, because I was like, yeah, he's not gonna like this. Stop me if I'm wrong here. Yeah, all right, but I have, um, I am a very demonstrative. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. Okay, and I tell the people, I like to tell them what I like and what I don't like. All right, for example, I'm watching uh, Rob uh, uh, Wolfman Flag Saturday Night Jam last night, where where Flag plays all sorts of different music, and it was covers night. He played all sorts of covers that I couldn't stand. Yeah. Stuff from like Primus and stuff from bands that I don't like. And I'm, I'm more than happy to explain to people why I don't like these bands. And I'm the same way with games. People know that I'm not the biggest fan of like Japanese RPGs. like that. And I was sure that you were going to pick one of these. Didn't have time. No, that was the problem. I see. Didn't have time. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're doing a show every week... Soon to be changing. Yeah. Uh, you just don't, you don't have time to play those big epic games. Um, and does this mean we've got more Japanese RPGs in our future? Oh no! When, when we go, uh, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, uh, we are going to be picking up the ZX Spectrum show, uh, Ars Sinclair. Yeah, Ars Sinclair, uh, the Coco show, the ST show, our ST show, and uh, I'm going to be hosting. I'm going to be taking over for John, and we're going to be putting that in this slot. So it's going to be ARG Presents, and then a ZX Spectrum show, and then back to ARG Presents, and then a Coco show, and then back to ARG Presents, and then the ST show, or then another R. Sinclair show. Back to ARG Presents, and then the ST show. So you're going to get a little less ARG Presents, a little more Spectrum, 
and uh, uh, some Coco and ST. It was either that or get rid of the shows, and we didn't want to do that because these are good systems and they need to be talked Plus, about. Plus, we like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's going to be a lot of fun for us. But what that will allow us to do, it would have been perfect for this. I could have thrown Aaron at Final Fantasy VII, and, and he would have just cried the, for two weeks. Because two weeks, is you can actually get into a, a good uh, RPG uh, one week when you're really, really, you've got like three days because of when we pick games and stuff, you can't do it. But when we go to that other format, that longer, a little more time between shows, we're going to have more time to dig into that kind of stuff. But to get back to your original point, yes, I could have easily hit you with a JRPG or any RPG. I mean, even you hate the classics. So, but I, I thought, don't have time for that. What else does Aaron hate? Aaron hates games that aren't quite games. So I'm just going to hit him with one of those, and bam, job's done. It was that easy. Well, I, yeah, and, you know, I will say the game you chose, well, I would certainly not con- call a conventional game. <laughs> just We're that, into that. <laughs> So, well, heck, we might as well just go ahead and get into it now, uh, the Brent. I'm going to let you lead the dance. They tell the people uh, what you chose. I chose the classic the original idol game, well, not original, but definitely the one that popularized the genre, Cookie Clicker. Cookie Clicker. Yes. Now, Aaron, before you can really talk about Cookie Clicker, you have to explain what an idol game is. And an idol game is a game that, for all intents and purposes, plays itself. And it's more that you're managing what happens when you're not there. And when you are there, you can make more uh, minute, more reactive changes to what's happening. So this game, this isn't a game that is meant to sit there and play for hours and hours and hours. Although you absolutely can, uh, the, it, it does manipulate enough that allows you to do that. But it's something that you, you set up your structure uh, and then you allow the game to keep playing in the background or keep playing while you're not there to collect resources so that when you come back, you uh, can spend those resources and make it have uh, extra boost in whatever you're ultimately trying to do. So, Cookie Clicker, Aaron, is uh, published by Dashnet and is designed by, boy, I'm going to butcher this name, (laughs) Julian... Theonaut. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Not from Hurricane. No. Theonaut from Hurricane. So, this was his... If you remember him way back, because this was originally released in 2013. Yeah, I was surprised. On the web. This was an answer. Do you remember all the, the farming games that popped yeah. up on I Facebook? I hated those games. It, I hated it had them. huge popularity. Cookie Clicker was sort of poking fun at those, saying... You know, it, these games are so stupid, you just you could just be baking cookies. It's the exact same thing. And it it, it it caught. It stuck. People are, like, having a lot of fun with it. And he was just hosting on his website. Thought he might get a few, few views, few laughs. People play around with it for a little bit. I mean, there was structure there. But it was, you know, click, literally click on a cookie on a screen... Every time you click on the cookie, you get a cookie. A cookie goes into your bank. When you get enough cookies, you can spend your cookies to make the cookie click automatically. Get grandmas to help you bake cookies, which gives you cookies automatically. And then it starts getting a little more 
abstract to say the least. You start mining cookies. Uh, you start producing cookies in a factory. You start have praying that cookies will magically appear. Wizards will will summons cookies. You start pulling cookies from other dimensions, uh, other parts of time. You start pulling cookies from, and it keeps snowballing and snowballing until you have you know numbers you've never heard of, septagonal amounts of cookies, right? And you're just spending those to make it so you can make more cookies. It was incredibly popular. It had, you know, what he expected was a few hits. Everyone gets a good laugh, laughs at all the people playing like Farmville. And, <clears throat> and is sitting there going, ha ha, look at all these idiots just wasting their time, doing nothing. But people liked it. Because it, first of all, it does one thing really well. It hits the little part of your brain that for people who play video games or role-playing games or board games, it says, ah, the number I want to be bigger is getting bigger. And that means something. That's a little dopamine hit. Just a little bit little one. It's like, ah, oh, when I click this button, now I've got lots more numbers than I had before. And it's that little dopamine hit. Well, that's when it caught on. And a, a handful of people became 40,000 people. And then 40,000 people became 40, uh, 400,000 people. And then you start going, oh, crap, this is too big. I, I've got to actually sit down and make this better. And that's exactly what he did. He develops uh, Cookie Clicker to this day. To this day, he is still adding. In fact, the last update uh, was in July of this year. July of this year. So he is keeping up, and it just had its 10-year anniversary. Uh, August 8th, I believe. So what did he do to make the game more interesting? Well, he started adding the, those those farms where you're farming your cookies or your you've got your temples that you're praying for more cookies. He started adding little mini-games to them. Uh, the Wizard's Towers. Now you can cast spells. To, to make different things happen in the game. Uh, there's golden cookies that sometimes appear. You can click on those golden cookies, and for a short amount of time, you get exponentially more cookies than you were before. And, you know, and then you can... So you can cast a spell and get an effect, and then click on the golden cookie, and then you've got double effects. So you're getting tons and tons more cookies. But he, went, he took it farther than that. He led you ascend... Right, and this was a kind of a play on all those Diablo type games or all those uh, uh, pillars of evil type games that have these monstrous skill trees. Well, he added skill trees to Cookie Clicker, so you could ascend, and then it opens up heavenly chips. And heavenly chips are updates or powers that you could put to make yourself make cookies even faster. It snowballed into this huge game. And he added seasonal events. Easter, Christmas, Halloween, all those type of things. And it's a horror game. You actually find out that if you keep pushing the grandmas to make more cookies, they'll become evil. And they'll summon a dark lord. And these dark lords will come and try to eat your cookies. And you have to appease the, the grandmas to make the dark lord go away. So it's all this craziness packed into a game. 
and you also have uh, a, a banner headline that just keeps scrolling with these funny sayings or funny news stories that are supposedly taking place in this world. Uh, it grows and grows and grows until you have lost months of time. I, my current run, my current game, I've been playing for over 100 days. I make quintillion cookies per second now. And I, I've, I'm actually trying to get all the uh, achievements and all the updates on one save file just cause, because I can, it's running right now. Running right now at work. I just have it on my work computer. I maybe make two changes in the morning, a couple changes before I go home, and it just plays itself. Or I can really get in there at lunch break or whatever and, and play for a while and really make a lot of changes happen. That is cookie clicker, Aaron. How did you get along with it? Well, you know, you would think to yourself, this is not much of a game. You know, but you made one fatal flaw, I'm afraid. One fatal flaw. What's that? It's called Roblox. I played Roblox endlessly with Completely the boy. Different game. Oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Roblox is sort of a structure if you're not familiar with it, yeah. where other people use sort of their uh, their tools to make their own games. Yes. Now I didn't realize that Cookie Clicker until I did uh, was writing this thing up for the to put on the thing. I didn't realize that it was out in 2013, so it predates. Oh yeah. Everything else I played, but. This game has been endlessly uh, ripped off. Yes, it, it, it has the same growth structure. And so the and the funny thing is the rip-off versions, which I played uh, a lot with the boy, yeah, uh, are nowhere near this uh, interesting. Or I mean, although they're in 3D, you're running around, you're actually yes. putting together factories yes. generally, but the same basic thing. So in actuality, I don't hate this. <laughs> you, you did not pass the test. I'll, I've got it running right now. In fact, that's been running since the very first time I loaded it up. <laughs> so you didn't, yeah. you didn't know about this. I didn't know about this one, but I've played so many other games like it. Now, I don't want to say, hey, this is my new hot, my new hotness. But it is, first of all, I, I've seen a lot of people talking about wearing out your mouse and stuff. You you very quickly get to the point where clicking on the mouse is effectively, I don't hardly ever do it. And because, now you can, I know you can get upgrades to your, to, but I mean, I don't... You're talking one thing. You know what this game did for me? This encapsulated the, the sheer amount of money that, that we have in our national debt. That's what it did. Because you get to a point like right now, I think inside the house right now, my cookie clicker factory. It's Amigo Aaron's gimmick cookies. I believe is the name of the gimmick cookie factory is is producing about uh, six sixteen million cookies a second. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a ton of cookies. No, but if, if <laughs> I look at our, if we've got like a seven trillion dollar national there's something like that to get the seven trillion dollars, it takes a long time. Even when you're producing a lot of cookies, and I thought to myself, my God, we're doomed as a nation. <laughs> wow, this, this this game puts numbers, sheer numbers, in perspective. Like yeah. there's something on here. The ne my next big goal is it, it gets is to get a quintillion cookies. Okay, to get this certain item. Uh huh. Okay. Uh -huh. <clears throat> I'll let this thing run day and night. Yeah. Okay, so every second, day and night, I'm producing mil five hundred million cookies or more. Yeah. Okay, I'm not. A, you haven't played a hundred days like you yeah. have, but I'm I'm off to a good start. <clears throat> and it's and you think to yourself, well, heck, when I get out of bed. 
I'll be able to get everything in the game. No. Oh. That's incorrect, sir. Because numbers are large. And yeah. to click, even in a second, it takes forever to get there. Despite all these like, gimmicks you get, you know, you got a hundred grannies, you got all these fire, you get all this stuff, it doesn't matter. So it, de- it definitely puts numbers into perspective. It does. It which does. I'm sure you probably didn't expect me to say that, but it does, you really get a, a feeling for what a trillion is or a billion. Yeah, it, it's a true. lot. It's true. Uh, the expansion on this, once you start playing this initially, yeah, if you're going to get over the first time, you're going to play it for a couple. Like I played it the first night I, that you said I was supposed to play it. I played it for like a couple of hours. And I sat there and pretty much paid attention to oh, it. Oh, wow, okay. And then, but I knew what it was. I knew instantly what it was. Yeah, because you so, had experience with so it, the roadblocks. I was like, let's see how let's see how thorough this one is. You know, well, because uh, the other ones, you'll max them out in a couple of hours, yeah. generally. Some of them in, on Roblox, you'd have a save feature, and then they'll, and they'll, you can keep playing. <clears throat> Most of them don't. And again, in Roblox, you're actually competing with other players, and you go out and fight them in some of them. Sometimes you don't. And sometimes you're making pizzas or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's basically the same concept. I'm yeah, sure this is where they got it. Bear. And yeah. Farmville and stuff. But this one really does have... You can tell that it's been worked on for 18 kabillion years. Yes. It's very slick. It's very refined. Uh, the fact that you occasionally... If, you're, if you are sitting there... And you see the golden cookie pop up on the screen or one of the lucky cookies. And you yeah. click on it. There's one where you have to, cookies will just appear after you click on them. And you have, you'll get exponentially more cookies. Yes. Uh, so they do reward you for actually sitting there. Yes. But otherwise, they don't care. <clears throat> There's no penalty. The first thing I did was like, I'm going to leave this thing running overnight to see if it'll just keep going. And when I woke up, it did. I was surprised. Like, oh, I thought it would have timed out. It doesn't care if you're playing. No. It plays itself. Yes. And then you just take the money. It's almost like one of those games you used to get uh, where you don't, um, where you had to, you'd only get so many turns in a day. Yeah. Farmville. You know? That's exactly what Farmville was. Well, I mean, I didn't play that much Farmville. That's I, what it is. I do have a great screen capture where it says, uh, Aaron, your goat has died or something. And it just sent me this in the email. So I was like, what is this? What am I doing? You know? Uh, but but uh, you don't get that with this. But this game is it's it's dopey, it's screwy, uh, but it's and it's barely a game. But I don't hate it. In fact, it's just to have it on and just to check on occasionally. It's okay. So and I don't hate it. I'm well, afraid. I'm I, afraid to disappoint I, you, Brett. I, 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 I'm surprised that you have played the Roblox variants because yeah. Uh, Cookie Clicker. What Cookie Clicker did was take idle games because there are. There are hundreds of idle games now. Hundreds of them. A ton of them have to do with uh, like dungeon questing, right? Yeah. Because that's a very that's a very easily interwoven uh, game concept in with how the idle games play. Cookie Clicker is what took idle games, but because before that you had a few, a, a very few, but this took and popularized the concept. And exploded the genre. So if you don't, if you hate idle games, Cookie Clickers to blame. If you love idle games, Cookie Clickers to blame. Uh, it really showed that this was a viable uh, concept for gaming, for better or for worse. I personally, 
enjoy these type of games. Uh, someone in our Discord, and unfortunately I don't have internet on my computer, I can't look it up, had posted about um, a paperclip idle game. Uh, Aaron, if you can go to the review section. I'm working on it. All right. Uh, and he said, hey, you know, this is the one I play all the time. Uh, old Lobstarminator, I believe, all the way at the bottom there. Aaron. Yeah. And I, I looked at it, I played it, and I actually broke it, uh, for better or worse. But it was so, it was not as visually interesting as Cookie Clicker. Uh, but, you know, the concept was the same. And I still fiddled with it for a couple hours and saw how the concepts uh, transformed and you start making energy instead of paper clips and all that good stuff. But this is a popular genre that I actually really like. Because, just because of the fact that I can manage it for, for 20 minutes and then come back to results a day later. I enjoy that concept. Even in games that aren't idle games, games that have you uh, managing a business as just a side game, right? Just a side hustle in like a Yakuza game. I like that kind of stuff. I enjoy that kind of stuff. So this really clicked with me. No pun intended. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, it's funny you should mention that because the, after you posted what we'd be playing this week, yeah, the very first post uh, was on here, yeah, and I believe it was Blip Blop, and he said, or no, it was Blitter, it was Bitter Blitter. Yeah. He said, well, that just killed my mouse. Yeah. <laughs> and he went on to say, Cookie Clicker has become a mild sensation in my team at work. We are all at it now, trying to beat each other's production numbers. I've resorted to running it on the VM and our uh, on our dev server so we can run 24-7. So you actually hurt him <laughs> substantially. And I, as we've been sitting here talking about it in the live chat, we've had people instantly start playing it. <laughs> so the, the, the virus continues to be spread, uh, the brand. I hope you're happy with yourself. Well, that was your attempt, your failed attempt to uh, pick a game that I didn't like. However... I know I'm going to have all sorts of success with the game I picked that you won't like because I went deep into your past. Because I know for a fact you don't like these games because I've heard you mention it. And it's BAM! It's Worms Ultimate Mayhem, the Brent. Yes. It's an Ultimate Mayhem. It's an Ultimate uh, something. The Brent. Uh, Worms, of course, the uh, uh, perennial Team 17 offering. There's a new they one coming out. Forward, they can do it again. Hey! <laughs> uh, in fact, I believe we've got one kind of cup called like Battle Royal or something like that. Sure. So there's always more worms, everybody. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, there is. <laughs> I think we could all agree that when worms burst on the scene back in the Amiga days and then eventually it moved its it, it serpentinely stretches tendrils on the every console, portable, computer, everything has some worms in it. Uh, and we all probably all have our favorites. If I had to go back and look at the ones I like the most uh, out of the Worms games, I'd pick something like uh, uh, World Party was one I really played a lot. Yeah, that was a good you one. Know, but there are a lot of different Worms games. But then Worms did something so insane, so uh, uh, crazy, that you thought to yourself, this ain't never going to work. And it was when they stretched into the realm of 3D Worms. Worms traditionally was a 2D game. And so they, someone thought to themselves, hey, we can put this in 3D. And they went, and this was no easy feat, by the way, to, to, to go into the third dimension here. Because 
let's face facts, programming a two-dimensional worms after you've got the original one, you can sort of just build on that one. Yeah. Spruce it up, add more weapons. It's a, it's a no, no problem. 3D, that's a completely new 3D engine. You have to do all the work or it's how it's going to work. How are you going to move your worm? How are you going to aim? How are you going to do any of this stuff? Uh, how, what's going to happen with the uh, environment? And admittedly, their first efforts into the realm of 3D worms were not popular. In fact, I, I hated them. They were yeah. horrible. The first game was absolutely Worms dreadful. 3D was, it was no good. However... They kept plucking along the brand. <laughs> Even though people begged them to stop. Well, no, I don't think that. Uh, they kept plucking along with the 3D engine, and what you ended up with eventually was Worms 4. Worms 4 was a three was their uh, probably their uh, well it was their best effort up to that point to make a 3D worms. Now I did, I skipped right over Worms 4 because I'd already seen Worms 3D and I wasn't on, I wasn't down. All right. But me and the Luke, in our uh, never-ending quest to have fun games to play, picked up or was gifted. I can't remember how we got it. We got a Worms game pack. That's how I've played Worms Golf. That's how I've played uh, all the other Worms that there are. Uh, you know, I've I played them all. I got Worms Pinball was in there. And amongst the games we got was Worms Ultimate Mayhem. And I remember one time clicking on this accidentally because we were trying to play one of the other worms. And the thing is, all the worms have names like Armageddon. Worm, and, and so they're yeah. sort of innocuous. Yeah. And so I didn't know this was a 3D game. I was like, oh my God, Luke, we're not playing this. And But we were like, well, let's, let's have a quick look while it's loaded up. And lo and behold, much to my surprise, they had actually done quite a bit with the 3D engine. And so what you had with Ultimate Mayhem was what I would call, to date, their finest offering in the realm of 3D worms. Uh, this was released on the PC way back. Uh, it actually predates your game, Brent, 2011. Uh, this was on the PC and Xbox Live. It eventually got a PlayStation 3 release as well. And, of course, there have been uh, revised versions of it. And, of course, worms has kept on going. But this is the one we're talking about. So... Eventually, they had, they offered you a bunch of downloadable content for it. It was a game of its era, or the modern era, where once you got the game, they always had plenty more worm yeah. stuff to offer. Uh, the good thing is, uh, eventually, one thing they did do is give you all the Worms 4 stuff built in. So you had, all the, you had previous Worms games missions and stuff built in. Um, so what do you get with this, aside from a 3D Worms? They actually have a lot of features on this. You've got, of course, you've got local play. You've got internet play. You've got two different full campaign modes. You know, it's funny. I never, until this week, I ever fooled with the campaign modes that much. And I actually played uh, the, some campaign this week. And they're and they're interesting. They're, they have little animated uh, intros and outros and backstories as to what you're doing. They're amusing. I like, of course, this is a British game. You've got the you've got the cool accents of the worms. The worms dress weird. You get to pick your own team of worms or make your own team go in there. And if if you're not familiar with worms, the whole premise of it is you've got two or more teams of worms, and they're trying to de defeat the other teams. It's pretty simple. Uh, in the campaign mode, you're not necessarily trying to defeat the other worms. Sometimes you're trying to blow up stuff they're working on. The first couple missions of the campaign mode are like. Blow up the restaurant they're building. Blow up the bridge they're doing. Stuff like that. 
Uh, and you and you could. There are several several ways you could do that. Some of which are just kill off all the other worms. Yeah. But sometimes there are things they want you to destroy. There, are, there are stuff like that. So that's campaign mode with the nice little intros. And again, it, it also has the previous game's campaign mode as free content. So you got that automatically. Then you've got what's called a, a quick match, which is just it. Just uh, you hit it, you pick the number of teams you want, and just spin something up for you, which is nice. You can go in and, of course, you have a team of worms. You can go in there with a, with a robust worm editor to change the things, they, how they look, what they say. You can actually buy different outfits and items and voices for your worms. They made them very configurable. You can also rename the worms, which is nice. There's a tutorial mode. Uh, there, You can also go through and, and change the, the courses you're on. You can, there, you can edit courses. You could actually edit other people's courses back when this was a big thing online. You could do that. It's never a big thing. It was. No, it was a big thing online. Uh, and so there gives you a lot of robust gameplay options of one to four teams. This means a lot of people can play at once. Uh, and, and so you've got, a, it's a great party game. Now, in Worms 2D, uh, one would go along a 2D path and you would see your enemy. You would uh, aim your weapon, shoot. And, and you would see what happened on the screen. One of the early problems that the 3D worms had was you wouldn't necessarily know what was going on after someone shot, for example, uh, but, or where you were in the world, because you, it's, it was hard to, in, in 2D worms, you could figure it out. In 3D worms, not so much. In this new version, they've got, you've got the ability to like move, scale around, move around the screen, make sure you know where you're at. When a weapon is fired, it has an inset like, TV screen that will show you what's happening. So you know, because that's as stupid as that sounds, you sometimes didn't know what happened back in the day. You just like wonder what was going on. You know, they've taken a lot of the guesswork out of it. The camera could be a trifle in the old one. They've pretty much taken care of that. Uh, aiming and stuff, it's quite good in this. Uh, I use the keyboard and mouse. And so, for example, if I see a, a worm off in the distance, all you do is hold down the Q button to get the reticle to come up. You use your mouse to aim the button, just like in the old worms. The longer you hold it down, for most weapons, the, the more thrust or the harder you'll throw it or whatever. It works. It works well. You could pick off worms at a distance. You could zoom in on worms if you had like a sniper rifle. The weapons list in this is huge. It's a ton of weapons and utilities. I'm not going to go over them all. You probably know a lot of them. But everything from the holy hand grenade to uh, turrets that you set down on your own. They're all represented quite nicely. The, uh, of course, the environment is destructible, which is also nice. To so a you, point, yeah. You can blow the ground out from under your guy. You can blow the wall out from uh, under the guy. Even stuff like hand-to-hand -hand combat, that also I thought was sort of a, uh, annoying in the old game. It's quite easy now to, uh, to set these things up. Uh, doing stuff like carpet bombing and stuff, not that tough. You can just set it, it, it with the, the way you aim. I found it quite simple. And so after me and the Luke had a few rounds, this, we really got into it, and this became our preferred worms for quite a while just because of the uh, it, it was a well-working, well-honed system. It just goes to show you that uh, uh, the brilliance of Team 17 who did not get, did not get it right the first time. It's a lot like when they tried to put livings in 3D. This is not a game that you would necessarily want or even need to be in 3D. That was my thought. It's like, why would you even bother? But to their credit, they made it worth my time 
to play the game because they did such a good job on it. Now, it's not all perfect. Um, doing real precise, like ninja rope work, for example, there are plenty of things that are easier in 2D. All right, let's face facts. Uh, but uh, it is a skill that you can eventually pick up and perfect to a certain degree. I consider myself a pretty ace ninja roper in the 2D version, as you've seen countless times when I was smacking you around. But in the 3D version, I am not as as apropos. Same thing with the jetpack. It's not quite as uh, uh, I'm not quite as good at it in this. But you get there. Um, it's colorful. It's bright. They did a good job with the characters, and it's a good looking game. It's a lot of fun. And I knew, I suspected at least, that you would not like this game, Brent. What were your thoughts on uh, Worms Ultimate Mayhem? Well, I hadn't touched a 3D Worms game since the first one. Right. Uh, because the first one was so bad. Uh, yeah. So bad. Um, so one thing I would give this thing credit for immediately is it's so far above the first 3D Worms that we can just we can all just forget the the first 3D worms happened. Yeah, we don't talk there's, about that. There's anymore. no reason to ever go back to it. There ever talk about it. Ever play? Yeah, it. I agree with you on that. Um, this was a much better effort uh, that had still a lot of flaws. It first things first. If you're playing this with a mouse and keyboard, you're doing it wrong. This is a controller game now. Because you've got one stick to control your camera, you've got one stick to move around, uh, and that's the way it should be. Nah. You can do that. It's not my preferred method. It, it's the only good way of doing it. Because if you don't, traversing the terrain is almost undoable. On a mouse and keyboard, it's almost undoable because you have to look, then move, look, then move, just because of how they've got it set up. It's not hard. Um, whereas with a controller and uh, uh, analog controls, you can just keep moving. Makes the platforming sections of this a lot easier. Which, this is really what the game is now. It's no longer a, a weapons fest party game. It's a platformer. And, uh -huh. and as long as you understand that and accept that, the game's okay. Uh, if... Because 90% of the time, uh, you're not just going to sit in one place and lob weapons at each other like a normal Worms game. You're going to go up to the enemy, use your platforming skills to get close to the enemy, hit them with a ball bat, hit them with a dragon punch, hit them with a shotgun, and knock them off the terrain into the water. Because you can always position yourself uh, uh, to get a decent water shot a decent water shot unless the map is just gargantuan, which I only ran into maybe a couple times. You could almost always get them in the water or make a hole to get them into the water fairly easily. Uh, the, the campaign in this, I mean, it's, it's, it's real dry. Um, they set up some interesting scenarios. The actual gameplay part of it is okay. Uh, like Aaron said, you have different objectives. You're not just trying to kill all the worms every time. But the cutscenes, the setups for them, are, they're, they're bad. They're really bad. And they're long. 
the very first tutorial cutscene, you're riding on a train, right? And the train is pulling into a university. It takes the train like 15 seconds to stop. And you're just watching this train stop. It is so boring. Uh, and then you get into the game and there's some fun to be had. Of course, I, I didn't get to play this with, a, with another person. I did play this against the computer. The computer AI is garbage. Garbage. It might, <coughs> if you crank it up to the highest settings, I never had the AI have good shots on me on a consistent basis. Unlike the 2D game, where if you crank the difficulty up, they're making these ridiculous wind shots, which there is still wind in this game. That's a dumb choice, but that's fine. That's what they did. Uh, you know, in the 2D AI, they would shoot bazooka shots across the world, have the wind catch it, curve back, and you could be under 30 girders and it still find a way to get in there. This, you can be right next to the guy where all he has to do is drop a grenade or hit you with a ball bat or whatever, and he'll still find a way to miss. So I found the game remarkably easy from an AI perspective. Where the game is hard, though, is, like I said, it's a platformer now. You, It's all about getting to the next worm, jumping, making these jumps. Usually they've got uh, little bridges or platforms, or you can use the girders to make your own platforms and uh, 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 getting from point A to point B so you could hit another worm with your baseball bat or whatever. It's fine. It, it's fine. If that's what you want out of your worms game, it's fine. Personally, I prefer 2D worms because I, I like you're just lobbing stuff. You're trying to build up maybe a defensive structure or whatever when you're the last worm left and you have to get in there and go get them. Um, but this is, this is a different type of game, which... From a Team 17 perspective, I don't hate because at least they tried to do something different with the formula. So, am I going to go back and play this, you know, for hours on end? No. Would I be willing to play this multiplayer on some kind of uh, TSI stream? Yeah, I would. I, I, I would play this multiplayer. I don't agree with a lot of what you said, okay. to be honest with you. I don't think it's dry, number one. You I don't th think the story is dry. I think dry. the cutscenes are amusing. No. The worms are funny. They're and if not. you don't like them, you can skip them. Yeah. It's no, not like I, they're unskippable. Oh, I know. I this know. is not a platform. Don't it's believe it. It's 100% a platform. It is not a platform. It's a platform. It's exactly like worms has always been. Trying to position no, yourself. You'll to never take your use range weapons. Try to take your bets. Not true. You'll never use I range I use them weapons. all the time. There's no reason to use range weapons because you get... I think the default is like 90 seconds, which makes the turns last a lot longer. But it is super easy to get from point A to point B and just hit someone with a baseball bat into the water. Guaranteed kill. It's not. It is. It's not. It is. It's not. I've played multiplayer this time. I've played 48 plus hours, almost 50 hours. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And you can absolutely, it, it's not a platformer. That's crap. 100% platformer. It's not. It's a 3D platform. No, it's not. It's a worms game in 3D. Everything's there that you remember. Getting yourself into position to make the kill. Firing from distance is there. Throwing grenades is there. It's all there. It all works just like it should. You have to judge the distance differently than you would a 2D game, but it's the same thing. It all works fine. There's no platform. I mean, the platforming is just moving 
up and down where you need to position yourself to go, but it's not a platformer. That's no. crap. No, it's when, not dry. Hold on, I'm not done. It's not as, dry. As soon as you get a jetpack or something, game is over because it's so easy just that, to fly to a teammate and you knock him into the water. Also, or not a teammate. The computer is not as dumb as he led you to believe. You play this for a while, you play, especially when you play like two or three other teams, their computer teams. They absolutely can do some remarkable stuff. Will they do it okay. with one hundred percent consistency? Not necessarily, but they still are. Do I just played? I played this last night, and I, I, I played like, it this morning. And the computer was doing some crazy <laughs> stuff, so the computer can still make those wacky shots it used to make. This is just like any other Worms game in the fact that you, it, it excels itself. As a multiplayer game, multiplayer. I would assume it does. And I so did when not you get, get to play it when you get uh, multiple people together, it's a it's a fun time. I beseech you, ignore what he said. That's why I picked this game. I knew he wouldn't like it. But for everyone else, if you've given up on the 3D worms universe, come back home. There's a mayhem has a like, a, like an HD update or something. So there's actually another version of this same game that's been like updated, basically. Try that one out. You can get this thing for what you pay for this, like 12, 13 bucks on Steam. It's $15 on Steam. And you can get better deals. Trust me on that. But it's worth 15 bucks. It's a game that is a lot of fun. I, we didn't get any reviews on this. And I was sort of disappointed in that because I figured some people would have chimed in in the past. But I think I think 3D Worms turned off a lot of people. That's really yes. why they haven't really came back to it. You know, and it's a shame. Because this game, I think they really did stuff. You kind of at least admit, and you did to a certain degree, this is leagues and leagues better than their first couple offerings. It went to a certain degree. It was a, it was yeah. an absolute. And the, their first uh, venture into 3D was a mistake, and this at least corrects that mistake. If it does nothing else, regardless if it's a platformer or it's not a platformer, this is a proper 3D Worms game, unlike the first 3D Worms. Right. This is truly 3D Worms, a yes. playable, functional game that's not just playable and functional, but it is a, a fun game to play, in my opinion. Uh, well, that okay. said, again, you're looking at 15 bucks on Steam. You can pick it up at your leisure. Cookie Clicker, free baby, in a web browser. Not a real game. but And also, you can play it or you can... You can get it on Steam. Yeah. You can get it for your iOS, Is it Android, free on phone. Steam? Uh, I don't this, know. How does this guy get paid for that? Advertisement. I haven't seen any advertisements on there. Support. I haven't seen a single advertisement on there. If I'm well, honest. I don't know what to tell you. With all that said, let's get out of this category. That's all we need to fight more. Let's get to the wheel. All right, Aaron. We added... Because I, I'm saving all the pain for as long as I can for the pieces. Uh, we've got better on CRT games. Oh, God. And How are you going to do that? Odyssey 2. All right, all right. As our retro I'm, I'm anxious to get into another computer here. We haven't done a, a oh, new computer for a while. We got the pieces over there, Aaron. We got the pieces. Fired up. You almost knocked on the table there, Power Boy. All right, what's the winner there? We've got... <laughs> Brent chooses both games, suggested by Mitsuyama. Oh, Mitz, God. I wish this would have hit a few weeks from now, buddy, but thank you. Thank you. That is a horrible choice. Brent chooses both games. Mitsuyama, I'm going to make you proud. Is there buddy. an Aaron chooses both games? No, no one suggested that yet. Sorry. 
Are you gonna? What are you gonna give me as the suggestion? Oh, soon. I hate that. I hate that one. So that's Brett picks both games coming soon. We'll see how that one plays in the sticks. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of going on. We will mention one more time without the date being wrong. It's International Computer Club, Brent, right here in our faces. Uh, it'll be coming. Ow, my face! It'll be coming to us September second, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are taking signups now. Oh man, that's in right. The, uh, that's right next to the transition, Aaron. I know. That's, not a smart that's how I remember it. Oh no. Uh, uh, the uh, really, to be fair, we're just on ARG that day, but on the third. Uh, but uh, International Computer Club, we all get together in sort of like a Discord group meeting, and we just talk about each other's projects. Everybody signs up to do a little dis demonstration. I think we've got about six people signed up, so we've got room for several more uh, people that are interested parties. If you're interested in signing up for International Computer Club, uh, go over to the Discord channel, go over to uh, the International Computer Club, click on the pin, sign your name up, it's that simple. If you're not a member of our Discord, you're still uh, we're still more than happy to have you come around. Uh, send me an email at argpresents at mail .com, the old standard argpresents at mail .com, and we will uh, get you uh, a seat at the table. I should also mention the Brent that if you're interested in uh, sending in pie piece ideas, mm, or if pie. you have any questions, comments, if you want to tell Brenny's wrong which we do get those occasionally, uh, feel free, 24-7, ARGpresents at mail.com. Or comment below. Yeah, and I'm also, I'm going to fire back up my helpline. My, uh, my, I re-upped re my, my Yahoo or my Google uh, phone number. i going to start putting that on here, too. I love to get some phone calls because then we can play voice messages. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, we, we'll cross that Richmond Conto. Do you have anything else you want to add in, Brent, before we take this thing to the house? Uh, I'm excited to be hosting some of these other shows. I'm excited for all the changes because we are, uh, w along with taking on the new shows, we're going to change a lot of stuff around here. And uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to... to to see the changes we've got coming and to see your all's reaction to them. If so. you could see the disaster that I'm looking at, you, you wouldn't be, excited. be not excited. I'm just <laughs> looking, fearful. I'm looking around this room and I'm like, oh my god, the fact that we got this show crammed in here is ludicrous if you consider the the the, the, the destruction that we've wrought right here around the table. But uh, we're gonna work on everybody. Hey, we'll catch you next week for Brent Picks Both Games. Until then, have a nice week. See ya!